Happy Shabbat. I'm back to talk about something that I briefly came across because I'm still in my studies. I will record on and off throughout the day as I find something interesting. But I did mention in the previous episode, which I am going to do a part two. I don't know if that's going to be today or another day because I really want to show you all about Esau and Esau being Rome out of Jacob and Esau um, is Esau being what they say was the Edomite, which either led to the modern day Jews today or the white man or Rome, as we know it, who sacked Jerusalem in twenty in seventy A.D. Now, if Rome is Esau, think about it, and Jacob is Israel, and Rome, who later becomes Esau, or Esau, who later become Rome, is who sacked Jerusalem, the holy city, in seventy A.D. Wouldn't that kind of make sense if you're talking about a family feud or a family bloodline in the sense that? let's make it the way it was supposed to be. How was it supposed to be? It was supposed to be that Esau was the one that got the birthright, but he gave it up and he sold it to his brother in Genesis. And the Bible says for um, a bowl of soup or, or red bean soup or lentil soup, which is where he got his name, um, Obi-Edom, which means red. Okay. And then you have Jacob who later became the nation of Israel, which is his missed people are missing and scattered all of a sudden. Nobody knows where they are, but all of a sudden Rome is at the top. Look at Rome today controlling the world and how they want you to see the Bible. Wouldn't that make sense in a way? Like if you think about it as a family feud and I'm, I want to touch on that. So I'll hit on the part two for the Nimrod, I'm going to see now, not Nimrod, the um, Nephilim and DNA episode another time. But right now I want to discuss what I mentioned briefly. This is just a really, really short uh, thing. How I mentioned in the previous episode that not everybody in the world, in the entire world, who reads the Holy Bible, whether you're in the western part of the world or the eastern part of the world, we all don't have the same books, honey boo boo. See, that's the thing what I'm trying to change, tell people and explain to people. There's some people in the parts of, in certain parts of the world, like I said, um, the Protestants or the Ethiopian Orthodox Tawahedo Church, for example, they have the book of Enoch. That book to them was never lost. You see how to us it's not a part of the book, and some people are going to find it to see what it said. And then you got the ones, oh no, your pastors are the ones that was trained in seminary. Oh no, don't touch that book with a tearful post. Da da. But then you got people that have been reading the book of Enoch. It's been a part of their Bibles for as long as they've ever lived, as far as as long as their publication of the Bible has been out. Okay, and you gotta wonder why that is. Now. I just wanted to read this here from Wikipedia. It says different religious groups include different books. Even mind you, we all know of these books. It's just like it's like people are playing with us. You have to understand we don't we don't print and distribute our own books, right? When's the last time you printed and distributed your own Bible? You don't. You go somewhere, you buy it. If you read it, you already have one you've been using for a long time. You've actually took, like me, taking the time to find one that works for you. You didn't just pick up any Bible. You got a study Bible that actually help you. You take good care of it. And my Bible is what I call my Bible. Whenever I'm, I'm grabbing for something, like I could always like read something online on the screen of my phone, just a reference real quick if my Bible is not with me. But when I tell you, when I say this is my Bible, when I say I've marked this thing through and through and through, I have notes like no other. It's not just a book. This book read like a book that I would have in um, college with highlights and margins, notes all in the margins with, with um, post-its in it. I, I take notes. I study the book. You understand what I'm saying? So... My point is, there's nobody going to know that if you don't know nobody in Ethiopia, if you're not that religious, say, open your book and open my book. But if you do your research like I do, and I've known this, but I want to share with you, different religious groups include different books in their biblical canons in varying orders. Okay. And it says that sometimes 
they divide or combine books as well. So the Christian Bible or Christian Bibles range from 73 books of the Catholic Church Bible and 66 books um, of the Protestant canon to the 81 books of the Ethiopian Orthodox Tawahedo Church. Now, as you can see, the Ethiopians have the most books. I keep trying to tell you, the Ethiopian people is not lost. They understand. Their people have been understanding for a very long time. I told you Ethiopia was where they was um, um, guarding the Ark of the Covenant. Google, if you don't believe that's real, just take the time to Google it. You don't have to listen to me. Google Ark of the Covenant in Ethiopia. Google how um, they had people watching over it for centuries. They always knew it was there. They know their history. Ethiopia has a history with Israel, okay? And they also um, had it stolen from them recently. Some, some, some air raid came in, which you know that's a government, government operation, came in in the night and they took it. As a matter of fact, um, they're still saddened and depressed by it, just like in the Bible every time. They've always, anytime the Ark of the Covenant was lost, and it's not the first time, it's not the last time, we'll get it back. But every time it was missing, sometimes it was missing for 20 years, sometimes it was missing for a few months, the people were depressed, okay? And so... You, I, it just says it right here. Christian Bible, 73 books. Catholic Bible, 66 books. Protestant um, canon to 81 books. And you can't get mad at the Protestant. You can't get mad at us. You have to understand it's people who's, who distribute these books. It's not the whole world that's allowed to distribute a book. They have certain people that the, even the Catholic Church, you see, you understand? Rome, Esau, have ordained to decide which book. Because they're the same people that sat down at the Council of Nicaea under Emperor Constantine, Rome. Hello, somebody that decided exactly how they was gonna manipulate these books. So, and then now you got the little Gideon Bibles like I mentioned before, where they're handing them out at college campuses or Catholic schools with only just the New Testament in it. You can see somebody been messing with the books. And that's like I said, cause I feel like once people start to be like, well, it's not here and that's not there. And once you just get like two little misconceptions without studying, you're like, oh, I'm throwing out God and I'm throwing out the Bible and I'm throwing out the book because it doesn't make any sense. Instead of getting down to the bottom of it. Because in my study in the nine years, I didn't just say, well, I believe it, so I'm going to prove it and make myself see that it's real. Nah, that's not how I went into it. I went into it like, look, I'm, I'm mostly trying to debunk as much as I can. As much as I try to debunk, I found proof of, okay? Sometimes if you don't, if you don't believe something, just, just follow it like a scientific project. Just be like, I don't believe it, but make sure when you come into the table to argue with anybody, I don't care if it's about God or anything else. You better have some facts. You want to be credible? It's just like when you was writing a paper. Okay, that's great. Where's your work cited page? Do you have a work cited? I can, even if I don't agree with the works you cited it from, where you get it from? You always got to have to back it up with something. Anybody will tell you that. Even these books, a lot of people, they write books. A lot of it is their thoughts, but to build up their thought or their theory to bring it more life, to give it more picture. They add other resources, and at the end of the book, they'll say, well, they reference this, this, that, and the third, okay, or, or these links. It doesn't mean they copied it, but they reference some of the stuff that's in here. Or if you want to read the sources that I use or where I got it from, this is where. Then you could at least respect the author for not just simply opening his mouth and spilling out a bunch of garbage that you can't even connect the docs and know. So I just wanted to share that these books, you know what I mean? Like 81 over here and 66. I know my book has 66. As far as me memorizing all the books of the Bible, I've only, I've only memorized the 66 that I know of that are in my books. But at the same time, I've also owned or taken the time to slowly but surely collect the ones that have not been there. So is there 81 books? Is there 73? Is there 66? Or is there 100? You'd have to ask Rome that question. You understand? But in the meantime, you know, if it's, it's sad enough that people don't read actual book, 
book itself. They could care less. All they want to do is read a scripture that makes them happy. A lot of people manipulate the book to be used for their benefit. I feel sad, make me happy. And that's great because God has a word there. Or, you know, uh, I want money. I want this husband. I want to be rich. You know, we, or, or um, God says, I'm going to prosper. Or when or somebody's talking bad about you, any weapon formed against me, you know, shall not be able to prosper. You know, tens of thousands will fall at my right and 10,000 at my Everybody got a scripture. But the whole point is God doesn't just put a book together with a bunch of scriptures for you to just, just for you to just come out here and fight everybody. You talking about something, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed and chosen and highly fat. That's nice. And I bet you are. But that wasn't the whole purpose of this book. Prophets ain't die and all of that just to tell you that God is good and God is great. That's, that, that's understood. That's the same repeated message you're always going to get in the church. But I promise you on everything, everything, what I'm, the stuff I'm telling you, the stuff that the world um, has, what God has revealed through his spirit of truth to us in the world for a while. There's people who have been talking about, there have been people that have been talking about this since the beginning of time. Obviously now as the end times and end days are coming and the world's getting more diseased and darkened and stuff and getting ready for the approach of the end, like the Antichrist is really going to come in an era where there's peace and, and go, like a golden age. Are y'all crazy? No, because you're not going to be... Remember when Obama Remember when Obama came in? You remember how the temperature was just right for Obama to come in? I mean, people want to change so much. I'm not saying there was, you know, they, they, was, they, they, they was like, hell, we'll try a black man. I don't want to say that's what, how it was, but at the end of the day, you was just like, get Bush out. And at some point, it was just like anybody but Bush. Well, when Antichrist comes, that's how bad the world's going to be. So I just want to mention 81 books here. But that doesn't mean that the Bible isn't real. It doesn't mean that God isn't real. It just means that there's an agenda out here to hold from the people the truth. As a matter of fact, it seems that, that the Western world, they want more. Because the Western world got the straight 66 books. The Western world got the least of the books. Not only that, the Western world don't even read the 66, let alone to follow the others. And that's all I just wanted to say. I will be back a little bit later to um, discuss something. I feel like there was something else I wanted to read. But I think I'm just going to save it for part two of the Nephilim and the DNA. So I'll see you here a little bit later. Happy Shabbat. Hope you're um, doing your studies or that you've at least gotten to look up some of the things that I've mentioned in the podcast and hopefully that brings you back for more again I am not perfect I do not know it all I am not a preacher I'm not a youth pastor I'm not ordained to do anything I don't really claim any denominations first I started off Catholic I was Christian it led me to God it led me to the truth but then I stripped away from religion and now I just study my Bible and worship the true God Abraham Isaac and Jacob as best as I can in spirit and truth it is not a um, destination it is a journey it's not something that um I probably will know all of before I pass away, but it's a, it's a journey that I chose to take over nine years ago. Soon to be 10, praise God. I feel honored, humbled, and blessed that I've been able to understand as much as I have because from for a very long time before this, especially the nine years, um, this book was a complete mystery to me. So the fact that I could jump here and jump there and, and say this and jump that, but then find this resource here and connect to this resource is amazing. But more than anything, what's amazing is that there's actually truth to it. That is disgusting how people will try to just, just um, I mean, just really ridicule and mock God. Like I feel God and, and Yeshua, the Savior, is mocked more than any. There's like 20, 200,000, whoever, million religions. But the only ones you all seem to like crack on and nobody talks about Muhammad like that. Nobody talk about Shiva like that. Nobody talk about Buddha like that. And you know what I'm saying? Nobody talk about half the little half fish and human guys they got out there. But they always, Family Guy, I had to stop watching Family Guy because every time you turn around, there was a Jesus joke or a God joke. I got tired. I mean, like, I like the show. I love to laugh. But at the same time, it's like God or humor. God or to be, or do I want to go along to get along with mankind? I stopped watching it. They can't stop. 
You know, you don't, I mean, Jewish people, they crack on Jews about money and stuff, but that's it. You know, other than that, they're going to constantly disrespect the true God of Abraham. They, just like that. It's like that's the one God and Savior they go after the most. You don't hear nobody talking about, well, let's crack on Krishna. You're just not going to hear it. See you a little later.